Welcome to Growth Over Easy, the podcast where we explore the depths of life with an optimistic lens. I'm your host, Lily Rachels. Each week, I bring you insights to spark your curiosity and create deeply connected relationships. Let's choose growth together. Welcome back to Growth Over Easy. Let's talk about quiet quitting. So this is a term that I first heard in relation to people leaving their careers, but not actually leaving. They kind of just quit trying. They quit participating, and maybe they're working on something else to try to build a side hustle, but they're not being intentional and they're no longer focusing on the work in front of them. I have seen this trend also play out in relationships where someone will decide they're kind of done, they're checked out, they're withdrawn, typically because they're feeling resentful, frustrated, bitter, or angry towards their partner. So they'll quietly quit, they'll withdraw. And it's almost like they'll leave the relationship without actually breaking up with someone. That can look like no longer engaging with your partner and just daily conversation not doing things to connect with them and create intimacy, maybe spending more and more time by yourself, or maybe just like someone in their career who's starting the side hustle, you are starting a relationship on the side with someone else while you're still in your marriage or your long-term relationship. So what are some things that lead people to quietly quit their relationship? Well, I mentioned feeling resentful. I think this is one of the biggest reasons people quietly quit their relationship. They start to feel like no matter what they do or what they say, it's not being received by their partner. They don't feel cared about. They don't feel that intimacy with them is a priority. They feel disrespected. Whatever it is, they start to withdraw. And withdrawal is one of the top losing strategies for relationships. And I'm very familiar with withdrawal because I struggle with this. And withdrawal happens when you no longer want to try. You don't want to start the conversation. You don't want to open up that box because you don't want to deal with the uncomfortableness. You don't want to deal with the backlash you may receive from your partner when you bring something up. So instead of addressing the issue, setting some boundaries, verbalizing what you need and what you desire to move forward, you just kind of sulk, go into yourself, say it is what it is, and continue on with your life while not pouring anything into your relationship. So how do you combat this? You've quietly quit your relationship. You're very resentful. You're full of frustration or bitterness towards your partner. Maybe you're angry and you found yourself in this place of withdrawal. How do you re-engage? How do you reconnect? How do you find intimacy again? The first thing that has to happen to revive your connection, to find that intimacy again, to have a relationship again, is to come to clarity on what the issue is or issues if there's more than one thing. But clarity comes first. If you don't know what is building up the friction, what has caused the divide, it's really hard to fix the problem. Because you could read a bunch of books, you could go to therapy with your partner, but until you're clear on what the problem is, you're just going to talk in circles. So how do you come to clarity? 
For me, I find clarity in stillness. I find clarity in getting quiet with myself so I have a chance for my brain to kind of shut up and I can drop back into my body. So when I work with clients, I often suggest they start a meditation practice. This can be as simple as 10 minutes a day. You can set a timer on your phone, close your eyes, and just breathe for 10 minutes. I would encourage you to do this first thing when you wake up or before you go to bed because your brain is more in a state um, of where it's ready to go into meditation in the morning right after you've woken up or before you drift off, drift off to sleep. Now, if you're in a place where the idea of sitting still for 10 minutes and breathing is just overwhelming and you're like, Lily, I'm not going to do that because here's the thing about tools. They only work if you use them. So if you're not going to meditate, if you're not willing to take some time and train your brain to sit in stillness, then what I would like for you to do is commit to taking a walk 15 minutes a day, ideally, maybe longer if you can, and no headphones. You're not listening to a podcast. You're not listening to a book or music. I want you to take a silent walk because right now you need space to come to clarity. So often we search for answers and reasons for things, but we're trying to figure out what something is. And there's so many other things pulling at our attention. We have our phone out, our computer out, our TV on, we're around other people. And it's really difficult for you to come to any sort of clarity when you're surrounded by distractions. So if sitting still in meditation for 10 minutes at the beginning or the end of your day doesn't feel like a fit for you, then I would love for you to commit to taking a 15 minute walk outside if possible. If you have to do it on a treadmill at a gym because the weather is not permitting, I understand, but ideally outside with no distractions. Because what you're doing is you're creating space for yourself to drop back into your body and to feel into what actually is going on for you. So pick your poison, <laughs> meditation or walk. And before you start your meditation or before you take your walk, I want you to ask yourself, what is bothering me? And then meditate or go for a walk. At the end of your meditation and at the end of your walk, I want you to ask yourself the same question again. What is bothering me? And just notice what comes up at the beginning and at the end when you ask yourself this question. If you find during your meditation or your walk, there's a lot coming up in your head, then I encourage you to take some breaths, especially if you're meditating. Just notice your breath, inhale and exhale. If you're walking, just notice your surroundings. You don't have to set your attention on anything, but just take in your surroundings and come back to your breath while you're actively moving. Now, you may not find clarity the first one, two, three, four times you do this. It may take a little while. If the issue is pretty deep in your relationship and you're unsure of what it is, what's really bothering you, it may take a little while for you to really come to the truth of what's bothering you. So when something does come to mind, ask yourself the question of why is this bothering me? And then see where you go from there. And I want you to go like seven, eight whys deep with this. Keep asking yourself why until you get to what really feels like the root issue. Now, once you have the root issue, you have that clarity on this is what's bothering me, or these are the two or three things that are really bothering me. 
I want you to ask yourself, what would I need to move forward? What would need to happen in my relationship? What would I need from my partner? What would I need from myself in order to move past these things? Because this is where you're taking the responsibility to find a solution. I think it's really easy when we're frustrated and bitter and angry towards our partners to kind of wallow in that and expect them to fix it somehow. And that's not really fair because if something's bothering you, then you need to get clear on what it would take for you to move forward. That's how you set your relationship up for success. Because your partner can't read your mind. And I, I know it's tempting to be like, well, they should know what they did. The reason I pulled away, or maybe I've withdrawn because I'm actively giving them the silent treatment because I'm frustrated. But that doesn't help. And if your goal is to get back to a place of connection, to get back to a place of deep intimacy, you want less stress in your relationship and more sex in your relationship, then take some time to get clarity on what the issue is and get clarity on what you need to move forward. If this was helpful and you want more, then I have a free download for you. It is my seven keys to healthy communication. Spoiler alert, clarity is key number one. So if you want to learn more about the other six keys, then click the link in the show notes or go to my website, lilyrachels.com, and you can get that free guide that will give you the overview of my seven keys to healthy communication. And if you're at a place where you have quietly quit your relationship and you don't know how to re-engage and finding clarity on your own just isn't feasible right now, I would love to support you. Please reach out to me. My email is lily at lilyrachels.com. I'm at lilyrachels on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Send me a DM. I'd love to connect with you and we can jump on a free relationship audit and I can give you some insights to patterns that I see from what you tell me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Growth Over Easy. I care about you and I am rooting for you. And I will be back next week with more growth and relationship insights.